Recently on the Marketplace Morning Report, you heard our Democracy in the Desert series. We took you to places characterized by researchers as news deserts to see what communities stand to lose when they're without a local news ecosystem, especially during an election year. This kind of reporting takes resources. David Brancaccio went on a six-day reporting trip with two of our producers, grounding themselves in these communities and meeting locals who are trying to find solutions and fill the gaps. Every donation to Marketplace helps sustain this kind of in-depth journalism. Please give what you can today at marketplace.org slash donate. Recently on the Marketplace Morning Report, you heard our Democracy in the Desert series. We took you to places characterized by researchers as news deserts to see what communities stand to lose when they're without a local news ecosystem, especially during an election year. This kind of reporting takes resources. David Brancaccio went on a six-day reporting trip with two of our producers, grounding themselves in these communities and meeting locals who are trying to find solutions and fill the gaps. Every donation to Marketplace helps sustain this kind of in-depth journalism. Please give what you can today at marketplace.org slash donate. Once upon a time, there was a huge retail and mail order chain called Sears Roebuck. It's gone, but one of its offspring is part of a huge merger this morning. I'm David Brancaccio in New York. Capital One Bank has announced plans to acquire the credit card company Discover in a $35 billion deal. What you might not know is that Discover was started by the late lamented Sears. Marketplace's Nancy Marshall-Genzer has some background. Once upon a time, Sears department stores were everywhere. Big, fat Sears catalogs appeared in the mail, poured over by kids making up holiday wish lists. A subsidiary of Sears, Dean Witter, launched the Discover card in 1986. It wasn't unusual for department stores to offer their own credit cards, but those cards were only good in their stores. The Discover card was different because it was accepted by other merchants. It competes with Visa and MasterCard. Capital One is one of the the biggest banks in the country, now it wants to become a global payments company. U.S. regulators still have to approve the deal, as do shareholders of both companies. Last year, Discover disclosed it was undergoing a regulatory review over incorrectly classified credit card accounts, which caused merchants to overpay Discover. I'm Nancy Marshall-Genzer for Marketplace. Israel's economy has shrunk by an annualized 20 percent amid the war that followed the Hamas attack October 7th, putting 300,000 military reservists onto active duty as part of this. In Gaza, Palestinian experts say the economy there is barely running at subsistence levels. Now to China today, where officials are cutting the cost of borrowing to buy property to try to jumpstart a moribund sector. China's benchmark five-year loan rate went down by one quarter of a percentage point. Here's our China correspondent, Jennifer Pack from Shanghai. The move is part of an effort by Chinese officials in recent months to revive the ailing property sector. But it's far from the sweeping measures some economists say are needed. Because remember, the real estate slump was engineered by China's government. It was worried about the overheated sector, which at its height accounted for a quarter of China's economic growth. Still, the world's second largest economy is facing many other challenges at the same time, including deflation, slowing exports, and weak confidence from consumers, businesses, and investors. The latest rate cut might entirely new buyers, but won't give much relief for existing homeowners whose mortgages are only adjusted once a year. In Shanghai, I'm Jennifer Pack for Marketplace. 
Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org slash academy. In Spain, the northeastern region of Catalonia has been suffering from record-breaking drought. The regional government in Barcelona has now declared a state of emergency and imposed tough restrictions on water, which is hitting people and businesses. The BBC's Guy Hedgeco reports. Water pours out of the Bayels Dam north of Barcelona into the Llobregat River. The water level here is perilously low, and with reservoirs in this area now on average only 16% full, the regional government of Catalonia has declared a state of emergency. Merichel Serret is Catalonia's Minister for Foreign Action. We consider it the worst drought for 100 years or more. The state of emergency means water use is being tightly restricted. Town halls have to limit the amount of water per inhabitant to 200 litres per day, and the industry must cut back water use by a quarter. Those who flout the restrictions will face fines. On the outskirts of Barcelona, Canaletas, a company that makes and exports drinking fountains, is cutting back its water consumption. Jordi Morera is the company's owner. That 25% reduction in water use, I think industry can adapt to it. Not all, but most industry at least, if it's for a short time. But if this goes on indefinitely, it's going to be a serious problem. But while industry struggles with new water restrictions, it's agriculture that faces the toughest measures. Livestock farmers must cut their water use by half, and crop farmers have to reduce water use by 80%. I'm in central Barcelona, where hundreds of farmers have driven into the centre of the city in their tractors, and they're staging a protest here. One of the things they're very concerned about is the impact of the drought on their future. Xavier Oliva, who has taken part in this protest, has a cereal farm in the countryside near Barcelona. If it hasn't rained by the time May arrives, when we have to plant crops for the coming year, it would be a very big risk for us to start planting as normal. So we'll plant 80% less crop than normal or even less than that, and that means cutting our income. And it's pushing us closer and closer to a situation where we'll have to shut down our farms. The ultimate solution to this crisis, of course, is rain. But after more than three years without normal rainfall, Catalans don't know when it will come. I'm the BBC's Guy Hedgeco for Marketplace. Later today on the Half Hour Marketplace, the afternoon team has a 2024 election reporting project, a look at how much money will be spent on election security, and not just on cybersecurity, but physical security for poll workers. Listen later on many public radio stations or stream from marketplace.org. And next week here in the morning, I'll be reporting on local news deserts and the business models that are failing and informing voters with Super Tuesday on the way. In New York, I'm David Brancaccio. This is the Marketplace Morning Report. From APM, American Public Media. Talking to your backseat babies about money can be 
so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org slash academy.